Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. And uh, you know, in episode number 19, so what about about 180 something episodes ago, I did a, a, uh, I did a podcast episode called "Is Email Dead?" And uh, and now fast forward 180 episodes, and uh, my answer to that has changed, and uh, and been solidified in the last couple of months due to all the big tech changes in marketing. Uh, it's an episode that every small business owner needs to listen to. So please take the time, listen to today's podcast, take notes if you have to, pay attention and make sure you implement what I'm speaking about in your business. Stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman and this is Success Sessions. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. We're now officially into the 200s, episode 201, and I think it's day number 93 in a row now of podcasting. If you're not familiar, uh, we I am doing 365 days in a row of podcasting, like I said, just uh, on, I think, 93 or 94, one of those two days, anyway, of podcasting in a row. And um, I can't miss a day, otherwise, anyone who's gone onto my post, which is pinned at the top of my Facebook page, if you haven't gone there yet, Search for Billy Rickman Official on Facebook or go to facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official and you'll see the posters um, pinned at the top. And uh, if you just comment on there and I miss a day, then you get paid $10, which doesn't seem like a lot if, um, you know, there's 20 people, but uh, it seems like a lot if there's 200 or 2,000 people on there. Um, so it's a bit of a gamble for me. And so for the, with that in mind, I'm making sure I hold myself accountable to doing every single day of podcasting for an entire year. Um, and if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast to um, hopefully get some value out of it, if not, just to cheer me along, or if not, one more further than that, just to catch me out if I miss one, um, then make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast right now. And I always appreciate if you share the, uh, the content, if you've received some value from it. So what is the the, um, the topic sorry, of today's podcast? And it's about email marketing. And this comes full circle for me because I, and this, the title of today, um, the, um, the podcast today is that email marketing is not dead. And the reason why it's come full circle is if you go way back into my earlier episodes, I think it's like maybe even episode 15 or something like that, super, super early on, I did a podcast episode called Email Marketing is Dead. <laughs> and um, and so it is full circle for me because now um, with the current landscape of marketing um, and everything changing, and if you're not familiar, make sure you listen to a couple of previous episodes where I'm, I'm talking a lot recently about Facebook and Instagram marketing and how across the world, it is becoming more and more increasingly difficult to market on Facebook um, and um, and on Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram and they also own WhatsApp. And the reason why it's becoming more incre- uh, increasingly difficult is because they basically will not let you um, use any of the traditional marketing strategies that marketers have loved for a long period of time. For example, you can't focus on an area of the body. So if you're doing like fat freezing, you can't have an image that focuses on the tummy or the butt. 
Um, if you're doing skin needling, you can't have an image that focuses on the face. If you're doing like hair, in a lot of instances, it's not as bad just yet, but if you're doing hair um, and you're focusing on the fringe or you're focusing on one particular part of the hair, then even those ads are now getting banned and, um, and obviously taken down. A lot of the wording that you traditionally could use in the past, um, like, you know, does this sound like you? Um, do you want help with this? We're looking for you. Things like that are now starting to be um, taken down. And it used to be that you could just appeal an ad, like you just review it. You can hit that like review button and ask Facebook to to review the ad and make sure it was taken down for a reason or not approved for a reason. And Facebook will usually just come back and say, oh, no, sorry, we made a mistake, go for it. But now we're not. a lot of people are not even getting to that review stage. They're just getting banned. Like I saw it in a digital marketer's um, uh, group, Facebook group on the weekend, how like so many people now are just getting banned, like flat out, no reason, no like, um, no understanding of the policy that they've like breached, nothing. It's just like, there you go, you cannot advertise on Facebook anymore, it's done. And so it's becoming a dangerous landscape, especially for marketers who, you know, for the small businesses, it's one thing, it means you can't market on there anymore, but for, but for marketing agencies, it's a massive thing because businesses are losing their ability um, to, to generate an income. And um, so anyway, that's not the point of this episode. The point of the episode, though, is that Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing is becoming increasingly difficult. And in addition to that, becoming very expensive because there's more people, it's, it's supply and demand and more people want to advertise on Facebook where there's less ads being made available. So it's more expensive. This is not going to change. This is becoming, going to become more and more um, difficult and more expensive over the next couple of months. So what about Google? Well, Google's the same, right? Google has be, was not expensive. Now it is super expensive, and it continues to be more and more expensive. And there's no ease. And, ease, and Google is a, is quite a difficult platform to navigate if you're not an experienced marketer. So what about other platforms, right? You look at TikTok, you look at Snapchat, look at your LinkedIn, look at um, all these other different platforms. And the reality is, those sorts of platforms are. Um, are very much still affordable. However, they don't have the sophisticated platforms that Facebook and Instagram do, and nor do they have the reach, right? And so you've got to learn a whole new platform, but you're not going to get as good a result because there's just not many people on there. So what's left? As for marketers, as business owners, what's left, Billy? What do we do? Well, turns out that the one thing that has remained steady over the last couple of years is email marketing. Steady as in you can still get bang for your buck. Because the buck is nothing. It doesn't actually cost you anything to send emails, right? It costs you your time. And that's all you're doing with email marketing is you're taking your time to draft it. And so for me, um, in my business and also working with other businesses, one of the things we're starting to shift our attention and focus on is rebuilding our email list, right? And we've gone through some challenges. And as we've grown, as we've like, um, as our business has expanded, um, so too is our expenses, and sometimes we've had to reduce our marketing budgets. Not something I would normally endorse, but our business was pretty going pretty well, so it wasn't like a, a big thing. But we've had to reduce some of our marketing budget, and it was only obviously temporary. But one of the things we could still continue to do is work our email list. We could still work out outbound, and so what we decided to do is have more of a focus and attention again on emailing our marketing list. And it just so happens that for the last two years, I've built up a list of 16,000 salon owners. We've got emails from all over Australia, New Zealand, and places, all over different places of the world. And now I can reactivate that and reuse that in a basically free way to market to clients and continue to build business. I sent out an email today, and the reason why I want to do this podcast today, I sent out an email today, and from that one email back, I got 25 clients who have shown interest, right? Which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you consider that each of those clients is worth about around about $5,000 to me, then it becomes 
a considerable amount of money, right? But I didn't have to go on Facebook, I didn't have to go on Instagram. I relied on a list that I've been building and that I've been nurturing for the last couple of years. And for business owners like yourself, this is one of the powers of having a list. It doesn't matter what these big tech companies do, what Facebook do, Instagram do, whatever, as these other big um, tech platforms, what TikTok will eventually get to, Snapchat will eventually get to, is where they have such a high demand for their platform that they can start to um, control the narrative and they can start to limit who can advertise, what you can advertise, how much it costs to advertise. And so they control, they, they have the power, right? Inevitably, it will happen. When, when it happened with Google at the start and everyone said, well, jump on Facebook, now it's happening with Facebook. People said, jump on Instagram, Facebook bought out Instagram, so now it's happening with Instagram. And inevitably, it will happen with every single tech platform. But email and having a strong database list is the, the one thing that you can rely on time and time and time again because it costs nothing and you own it. You own that list. Facebook doesn't doesn't own my email list. I have it on an Excel spreadsheet, on a remote hard drive that no matter what tech company does anything, shuts down, changes rules, bans my account, it doesn't matter. I have this list that I could transfer and upload to different platforms. I can use it as an email marketing. I can use it for SMS and do whatever I want because I control that database. It is worth huge amounts in value, right? And so for small businesses listening to, to this podcast right now, salons, day spas, whatever type of business you have, I would listen to what I'm saying in this podcast episode and tell you to seriously look at reactivating campaigns that grow your database email list, email list, right? This podcast, but certainly SMS as well, because that's another platform. Oh, Siri just jumping in on that. Um, it's not, um, where I was going, so yeah, SMS platforms, like of course, like you can upload onto that and you can control that. It's not something that's owned by a third party company. You own those SMS, that SMS list. Um, and so building your SMS list, build, continuing to build your email list um, will safeguard and protect your business in the future as tech platforms come and go and restrictions ease and restrictions, you know, um, become more harsh. Um, and so what do you do with this email list and how do you use it? Well, as I've alluded to in previous podcast episodes, the one thing you don't want to do is just send a promotional podcast every month. It's the worst email strategy you can possibly ever think of. Um, as I've said previously, it's like sending a, somewhat a message 12 times a year, because that's what you're doing monthly, obviously. It's like sending someone a message 12 times a year, and on that message 12 times a year, um, you're asking someone to send them money. I'll send you money, sorry. Can you imagine that? Imagine never speaking to a friend um, for an entire year, except once a year you get a random email from them telling you how great they are, and by the way, will you send them money, right? You would tell them to bugger off, you say no, and you would probably tell them not to email you ever again. If you couldn't get in contact with them, you'd just remove them from your inbox and block them, right? That's, that's essentially what you're doing when you send out a monthly email promotion. You're telling someone how great you are once a month, and will you please send me money because we're so great and we want your money. Even though we have made no effort to connect with you, to build any sort of trust and any sort of relationship over email, um, please send me your money and uh, come and get our services because we are great. That's essentially what you're doing. 
There's the wrong way to do email marketing. The right way to do email marketing is through consistency. Gmail have so many filters, um, and Gmail being the largest email provider in the world by a long way, have so many filters and different ways of filtering out emails that the end user does not know, right? And so if you're a random business sending someone emails, they will they will just put them into different um, folders, and the person you're sending to will never see it. So how do you become someone where your emails are seen? Well, consistency is one of them. The second thing is having inside your emails um, a request for the person to actually star or favorite your email address, right? Because then every single time you send an email, it will show up in their main primary inbox. The other way to do it is ask for someone to reply to your email. So send them a message, send them an email where you're asking for a reply. Why? Again, that builds your credibility score and Google will, or Gmail, specific, let's talk Gmail, we'll just talk Gmail because that is really <laughs> pretty much the only email provider that the world like uses at the moment. Um, of course, there's other ones for business and whatnot, but Gmail for, um, for private use is just far and away the, the most widely used. And so if you get someone reply to an email, then Gmail will prioritize that into your inbox, right? And so the goal for email is the same as you would for any other marketing platform, is engagement. You have to get engagement. You have to get someone to reply to you, to send you an email to that address, um, to favorite you, to star you, whatever the case may be, right? But you have to get have some sort of relationship on email. So how do you do that? Through consistency. What do you send that's consistent? Because people are like, oh, I don't want to keep sending like spam. I don't want people to unsubscribe. People will only unsubscribe if the message is crap. You have to remember that if the message is valuable, then people will want to stay a part of your email list. If the message is crap, e.g. you're sending them promotions and asking for money, then yes, they're going to subscribe. I send emails every single day almost. If you're not part of my subscriber list, then find me on my website and add me um, on your <laughs> add um, and join my email subscriber list. I send emails pretty much every single day. Why do I still continue to grow my email list instead of having mass unsubscribes? Because very, very rarely do I ever ask for anything in return. Very rarely do I ever say, hey, by the way, can you give me your money? Can you do, buy my stuff? It's always about giving, right? It's giving value. Hey, listen to this podcast. I think it might help. Hey, I just had this thought. What about you and your business? Hey, um, you know... I've got this free download. Click here to download it now and hopefully it'll help you to build your business, right? Things like that every single day where I'm not actually asking for anything in return. I'm just providing value. That's how you do email marketing. If you do that every single day, you will build a pretty strong list. Um, and when you when the time does come, which in the Gary Vee fashion is like jab, jab, right hook, right? Which is basically give, give, get. When the time does come, when you actually ask for something in return, you have a warm audience who is willing to listen to the promotion that you're willing that you're that you're offering, and they're more than likely willing to do business with you. And if you then provide a good service, then they're more likely to stay on the email list, and they're more likely to take you up on your next promotion. And you never have to worry about big tech canceling you because you own the list. So the message from today is that email marketing is certainly not dead. Email marketing is alive and well. It's certainly not the biggest like um, return investment uh, marketing platform there is out there, but it is certainly the most dependable. It's the most consistent over the last 10, 20 years. And it's something you should be continuing to build every single day and utilizing properly in your business as a major marketing strategy. So that's the message for today. If you've loved this episode, please make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Until then, catch you later. See you guys. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.